What's up, you dopes? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. It's August 3rd, 2020. Calor. Says it's 83 degrees outside. I just stepped out of the office, which is nice and crisp, cool. But uh, it's hot as friggin' ball sack out here, my friends. Or as my old staff sergeant would say, it's hot as two squirrels fucking in a wool sock. Um, interesting things this morning. Okay, I had some stimulating conversations with folks. First of all, talked to a friend of mine. Um, she was telling me about this home warranty. You see, when you become a homeowner, you realize real friggin' quick like that shit breaks down with use. You know, everything does. It's a miracle that our bodies, areas which I work with, with which I work very closely, are as resilient as they are. And there aren't more um, dysfunctions, knock on wood, that we fall prey to. Uh, Because, shit, I mean, utilities are friggin' HVAC, of course it's hot as hell, so HVAC units are breaking down, gotta call that guy out, you got stinking, uh, we've had problems with our washer and dryer, the Oberst knock out fucking laundry like you would not believe, and at least in part, I blame my wife and children, because... They wear, they freaking wash their jammies, these freaking fleece pajamas. They'll wash that shit after one use. I'll get at least a week out of pajamas, you know? Shit, I'm only wearing that stuff for a couple hours before bed. Then I fold it and, and drop it next to the box fan in our room. That's a workhorse, man. I don't fucking, I'm not washing my damn pajamas every night. That's crazy. It's wasteful. So I think it's a lot of wear and tear. Also, uh, my towels, right? So I use towels at the office for um, administration of heat, moist heat. And so the towels get wet, they get dirty, they get funky, they need to be cleaned. So after a long day at the office, I will always have towels that we need to wash. And, you know, wet towels, it's a heavy load. They can destroy friggin' washers and dryers. Anyway, so this patient said, well, do you have a home warranty? I'm like, home warranty? Second time somebody told me about this shit. So apparently what it is, and now maybe I'm a dumbass and everybody else has one, but a home warranty is essentially for $50 a month or whatever, you can buy this warranty, and if you have a leak or a washer-dryer that's fucked up, you call them out and they either fix it or they replace it. So that's not too shabby. I'll pay $50 a month so that these creeps can come out and fix my shit. So I'm looking into that Home Shield warranty because we went out yesterday, or actually we've been deliberating whether or not we should replace our washer because it's just getting fucking old and it's been stopping during a spin cycle 
it gets unbalanced and then it gives us an error then it starts to refill and we don't want that we want to fucking walk we want to spin those clothes until they're bone dry almost and then finish them off in the dryer especially when we're talking about towels right so segueing from appliances we, we have a guy who's going to come out this weekend and look at them now we were i told my wife yesterday okay you're heading out to lowe's Look at, you know, just fuck it. Buy a, buy a new washer. You know, this is your budget. Go out and, and get a washer. We need it. Stop dicking around with, you know, hoping that it's going to be able, fixable. It's seven years old. Maybe it just, this dog is at its day. So she goes out to Lowe's and they're back ordered. Washer, dryers and shit like that. Given the pandemic, they're fucking back ordered to like October. I was like, are you guys, are you kidding me? We can't get a washer? Can't get a goddamn washing machine? I understand a lot of people home, a lot, you know, working, running, they're doing their laundry and all that shit, but fuck, you can't get anything, man. It just goes to show the things that are back ordered. Things on back order. So... Long story short, about the appliances, my buddy's going to come out on Sunday. He's going to troubleshoot it, order parts if need be. So, speaking about back order, I have a friend. She's been going through a tough time. She's fucking frazzled with the stress of the pandemic and something. Something set her off. A cascade of events set her stress off to the point where she thought she was having, you know, a stroke or something. Arm, legs going numb. She's going to doctors. They're telling her, you know, no, I just think it's stress. And I'm like, well, you know, she could be having, take, do a fucking MRI, right? But they keep insisting that it's probably stress related, which it very well may be. And I just did some deep breathing with her. Laying on, I'm lying on the floor. She's getting some good vibrations on the magic carpet. I'm on laying on the floor playing Dr. Andrew Weil, his breathing regimen, which is quite good. Just guides you through it. And she was telling me that she can't get an appointment with a neurologist nor an MRI for at least another couple months. She can't get in. You know what's on back order? Anxiety uh, therapy psychologists and psychiatrists therapists are on back order Jesus we can't get shit the world is stressed out so uh, (laughs) she said basically that I'm one of the only doctors that she could actually get an appointment with you know she couldn't get in to see a special another specialist so listen I'm always there I'm not uh, I'm busy but I can always make room for one more especially someone as needy as she is. And she's got some, some things she's dealing with, so helping her through it. So it's interesting that things are on back order. Talked to another friend of mine, a uh, great guy. And uh, we were talking about you know, testing or all that shit for the coronavirus. My son starts football practice tonight. I'm wondering how the hell is that going to happen, right? Yesterday... They, it was in the news that um, Big Dick Doug Peterson, the friggin' Super Hole, Super Hole, Super Ball 
Super Bowl fucking champion coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, our home team, has been diagnosed with the coronavirus. Now, not that it's fucking cooties, and but if the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles can't stay virus-free, how the hell are a couple hundred kids running around the field in sweaty sports equipment, how are they going to mitigate this? Got an email that said that no, there's no spectators and um, anybody who's not on the field actively playing has to wear a mask. So it's going to be a shit show, bro. But listen, we need to fucking plow on. We need to drive on. We need to persist. We can't let this coronavirus change the way we live. Somebody else said, uh, well, you know, there were three players on the Phillies that were false positive. So in other words, they were tested and they popped positive for the coronavirus, but then it was determined that it was actually negative. So his question was, how many of these tests that are out there are accurate, are correct? And it has us questioning, once again, questioning what we, you know, true and f- truth and frickin' fiction, right? How crazy is that, that it's making us question what what is true? What is truth? Is this testing accurate? Are all the precautions, do masks work? You know, I believe that both of those questions are yes. There's nothing is 100% foolproof, but um, I believe that te- the testing is largely accurate. And if you get a false positive, you can always take a subsequent test, you know. And masks, I believe, if you're out there talking and spitting, like, you know, is, is a phrase in the um, you know, common pop culture phrase for kids today. They say, oh, you, now you spitting. Why are you spitting that shit at me? Oh, you spitting. What are you guys over here spitting about the, the coming football season? What are you spitting about? So, when we talk, little friggin' vapors and spittle comes out, and you can see this on camera. There's ways that you can detect this. Frickin' moisture comes out of our mouth, right? It can float on the air. So, masks are certainly helpful. But just an example of how we are questioning what is true, what is accurate today. I find it very, very interesting. These things, you know. Back to um, back order. Delays. The uh, I know I was going to say. Yesterday, I spent a considerable amount of time bolstering my curriculum and getting my Facebook page for the AMP for the anatomy courses back up and running. I'm going to add everybody to it so that I can communicate on one platform, spitting all the work that I'm doing. I'm going to be spitting A and P, and. No, this is not going to be exclusive to one institution. It's going to be all the work that I do 
as an anatomy professor. And I'm going to give these students access to this treasure trove of videos and images and sample test questions. It's going to be like a Dr. O. It's the best thing that I, closest thing that I got to my own website. And so I'm going to roll with that, spitting A and P. Because I am determined, just like the, you know, my son's football coaches are determined to to proceed, to move onward. Come on, you fucking dope. I am driven to to proceed, and I'm not going to have what happened uh, during this summer A&P session happen again, where communication is a problem, and we've got buggy um, curriculum and all kinds of shit. Just it felt tense, fucked up, and not the type of teaching that I like to do. I like to, you know be a freaking anatomy teacher superstar, man. I want these students to have a great experience despite a pandemic. And I want them to feel like, alright, this guy's got my back. It's going to be okay. He's going to help me get through. I think now is a time that we really need to be empathetic. And that's, so that's, that's my mission. It's a big part of my mission is to attack this fucking fall in everything I, in every way with empathy, with kindness, with understanding and to try to read the plays as best as I possibly can so that you know I'm done putting shit on back order. Take care of my patients the best I possibly can. I want these students to be uh, provided an awesome learning experience. And I want to hold my head high knowing that I'm doing my absolute best. Incidentally, I spoke with uh, my my friend. He's a friggin' uh, big-time Paisan, Italian guy, um, the whole deal. And I was asking him about the accusation. How, how would he take it if I called him a Paisan? And he goes, that's freaking dude, it's freaking po- all positive, man. That's it. <laughs> so told you about that little story, I think. It's, so, back order, cancel culture, <coughs> that's what I'll end with. I, I queried him about this, about the Paisan thing, because this guy is a freaking, he's the personification of the Paisan, alright? If you call somebody, if I refer to somebody by, you know, whatever, I got an Irish, there's something about the Italian... Italian heritage. Like I talked to my one friend, I say, for my Italian heritage, buona fortuna. It means good fortune. There is a guy who I we listened to uh, give a keynote speech uh, at these graduations from chiropractic college years ago. We worked the graduation, so we would see class after class graduate, and this guy would always get up and say, for my Italian heritage, buona fortuna. And uh, so I would say that because this guy, it's strong. They they are very proud. They are very um, humble, loving, the Italian culture. 
at least Italian-Americans, are that way. And every one of them that I've known, including the ones that I've, uh, the family that I joined when I married uh, my wife Mandy, it's a compliment when you call somebody a paisan or say Buona Fortuna or whatever. You're making a connection with somebody. You're acknowledging their their heritage that, in many cases, they're very proud of. Now, it might not work with other things, like if somebody's Irish, you don't say, hey, what's up, you fucking mick? What's up, you... Oh, there's one girl that I mess around with. She, uh... I told her a story one time about these little Irish guys that I served with in the National Guard, uh, Connolly and Kirkpatrick, and they would say things like, shut your face! For fuck's sake, fuck you. Shut your face. And so, if I see her online, I'll I'll write that with my little incantation of, shut your face. Just to fuck with her, it's a little inside joke. I'm an inside joke guy, you know what I mean? So, the point is, people, when I think about some of the patients that I took care of today and the people that are in my life and my awareness of what's going on in our society. There is this whole cancel culture backorder shit going on where this virus has absolutely taken us off our game. Okay? If it were sports figures, say an NFL player, a wide receiver coming off the line, going out for a deep route, the coverage is freaking very, very tight by the cornerbacks and safeties, okay? So it's pushed us off our game. We're not going to be able to run that route. We can't even get fucking dishwashers and washing machines and dryers, for Christ's sake. We can't even get appointments with <coughs> psychologists because people are so stressed out and frazzled. So it's definitely tweaked us. And there is this tendency out there in our society that, oh, fuck it, everything's off. You know, those plans you had, the football season, municipal, Braves, uh, Southern Brave football season, that's fucking done. Uh, close your office. Uh, forget it. We're not getting, we're not going to go sit in, eat in dining. Um, fuck it, you know. It, we're just, we're screwed. Cancel everything. And when somebody acts out, people have no tolerance for it, right? People have no tolerance for people who think, folks who think differently than they do. Um, or under other circumstances, they might be a little more tolerant. Now we have hair triggers. And so somebody says something that you don't like, immediately you like pounce on their ass. You know, that's kind of where we're at. And so I'm trying to do my best to help people breathe easy. And as stated, that was what I just did, laid down in the therapy room on the ground and did an Andrew Weil breathing regimen with this young lady just so that we could both recharge, relax and um, help her through this time we're going to need to help one another through this time we're going to need to be fucking ready we're going to need to be uh, put safety measures in place, we're going to need to have confidence in our fellow man and woman in order to get this shit off back order Shit's going to be on back order for a while. To a degree, there's not a whole lot we can do about that. All right? But we need to be moving in the right direction, be patient, be kind, be empathetic. And I'm going to go eat lunch.